Hello everyone and welcome back to The Deeper Meeting. My name is Peter Byrne and today I'm going to skip the intro because I'm trying to do something different. You know, I don't know how any of you feel about this, but for me, I feel like I'm always being boxed into a particular place. Like, I have to do the same intro every time to target a very specific set of people because if you don't have a niche, you can't talk to them. But the truth is, what I'm talking about here can probably help a lot more people than just my wonderful young entrepreneurs. And so I'm always on the fence about, should I keep this specific? Should I make it more broad? Should I even try to, you know, create this kind of niche in general? Or should I just let it rock and see who enjoys the message, see who resonates, and let them listen in? It's almost like if you, if you start talking to a particular person and you're only making eye contact with them, but the person like to the left and the right of them think the conversation's interesting, but they know you're not talking to them. They kind of half tune in, half tune out. It's like if I just talk and, and people find it interesting, let them listen, right? Why are we going to box ourselves into anything here? There's no rules. I could do whatever I want. This is my podcast. Here's the truth. If you're somebody who's looking to improve, somebody who wants to get better, somebody who, who enjoys increasing their awareness, improving their lives, making themselves better. Why why limit it? We're all people trying to improve on the journey of self-exploration, self-discovery, self-improvement, performance. And all for all of you entrepreneurs out here trying to make money, man, that's that's my thing, right? That's what I love too. But that doesn't mean what we talk about here will not help other people. So without further ado, I'm going to jump into this episode, start talking about something that, uh, that I've been thinking about since my last episode. All right, so listen, I'm, I'm, I literally just woke up from a nap. I'm all powered up. I got like my mind juices flowing. I got my On It Alpha Brain supplement I'm drinking right now as we go through this podcast. And uh, I'm going to fire off a couple of things here because... You know, my last episode, I talked all about the absolute worst side effect of COVID-19. And I'm probably not even allowed to say that word. I'll probably get flagged. People will probably be like, you're not allowed to talk about that on a podcast or in general. I see YouTube is always like, hey, for information on the virus, like click here. This is not talking about the virus itself. This is just talking about what's going on surrounding the virus. Okay? All right, algorithm. Give it a rest. So anyway, on my last episode, I talked about the worst side effect, and it was not what you thought it would be. So if you gave that a listen, thank you very much. If you haven't given a listen, go ahead, give that episode a listen. Let me know what you think. I even left a question. See, Spotify lets you add questions to the uh, podcasts now, so you guys can interact with me, answer my question. You, you don't even need to answer my question. Why don't you just use that section as like a comment section? And I'm just going to start writing comments, question mark, and you can leave it there for me because we should have comments on this podcast. I don't know. I think that would be interesting. It's like a YouTube video. Why? why I'm going to get this on YouTube, right? I'm in the middle. I just got my, uh, my, my lighting set up for not set up, but I bought my lighting set up that I will be setting up in the office, in the studio, so that I could start getting this on YouTube with a video podcast. And I can actually get it on Spotify as a video podcast too. So lots of cool stuff looking forward. Just a sidebar. Back to it. 
So this episode, what I want to do is I want to talk about some of the best things that I've seen come out of the whole pandemic situation, because the truth is, it's been freaking crazy and hectic and awful and some terrible stuff has happened, but there's a lot of good that's shining through as well that I'm starting to see that I'm trying to look into. I'm an optimist, good, bad, or indifferent. That's just the way I am. So I like to look on both sides of the spectrum. As always, just like I talked about the last episode, for everything I say, one way I can say the exact opposite, I can find reasons to believe the opposite. It's one of the things that makes life bearable, right? You don't have to be stuck in your ways. You don't have to be stuck in one way. You can change things up. You can think differently. You can you can consider things from a different perspective. You can add a little flavor, add a little spice. And uh, there's no reason you have to always, always, always stick to the exact same narrative, right? You can change, not even change. You can believe both. You can feel both ways. It's all good. Like, let's let's talk about today some of the things that have come out of this situation that are actually extremely positive that I've seen. And actually, just today, I saw something extremely uh, exciting to me, uh, something important to me, because it has a lot to do with something that myself and a lot of people in the health space have been talking about, I think, for quite a while now. Uh, So let's start off with just one thing, and that is for me personally, one of the best things that's come out of this pandemic situation is actually just how grateful I am for everything, for the simplest of things in life. I, I was talking about it earlier today. I am so grateful that I can walk outside, not even out, walk into a store pick up groceries off a shelf in the grocery store, put it in a cart, push that cart around, and be within like one foot of other people passing by in the the aisles. I'm grateful for brushing shoulders. I'm grateful for shaking hands, for the things that you would normally take for granted, these things that you wouldn't think would be so important for us as human beings, that physical connection, that social connection, the interaction with one another, and that that ability to, you know, look at one another and not be fearful, but be happy and joyful that you're together. Um, I am so grateful for so many things now that really weren't in perspective for me before this situation. Because when things locked down completely, you know, I would like walk on the street and and listen, uh, truthfully. I was never particularly uh, particularly worried. I had my I had like a good two months where I was like, hmm, this might be this this really might be something that uh, that I'm gonna be concerned about, right? Like I had that I did have that little period of time where I was kind of like figuring out how to cope here and like is this is this like super dangerous for me? Am I am I really in a lot of danger here? Um, and, but anyway. My point is like there were there was a time where I would like I would be on the street on the sidewalk walking down the block someone would be coming toward me on the same side of the block I would literally cross the street or walk onto you know walk into the street to walk around this person to avoid them not just because I thought like 
shit. Like I, I gotta, I gotta kind of keep kind of distance, right? Gotta stay away from people. But because I felt that they didn't want to be around me, like if I were walk, walking past them, I was somehow, you know, being an aggressor or being uh, uh, putting them in danger by just walking past them on the street. I, I genuinely felt that kind of energy and that kind of vibe. And so I'm just so grateful now. I, I just walk past people now. But I'm just so grateful for the for the ability to walk past somebody on the street, in a store, in a restaurant, even brush shoulders with people and not feel like I'm committing some kind of, you know, venal sin. Not, 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 not doing something that's so horribly wrong um, I'm just so, I'm so grateful for so many things for, for just the, like I said, the simplest things in life that you don't usually consider. So another thing that I'm super grateful for, something that I've, I've, uh, that I think is a, an extreme positive that has come out of this whole situation is the level of awareness that I've seen the consciousness of people in general, like people are really starting to realize. Unfortunately, it seems to be polarizing and a lot of people are actually getting worse. It seems that they're being more easily manipulated. They're more scared. They're more torn apart. Uh, they're more unsure and, and insecure. But I, I've seen the exact opposite as well. I've seen a lot of people's awareness just start to skyrocket and and our collective awareness and people who are looking at things a little bit differently and, and asking their own questions and making their own conclusions and deductions from the information available to them. They're not parroting the same information that they've been taught over and over and over again. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I think giving people the freedom to formulate their own thoughts giving people the ability um, and, and the feeling of personal regency to make these, these decisions, these conclusions, these deductions on their own and stick to them, that is extremely, extremely powerful. I also think not only that, but I think that not only the, the fact that they're making these decisions, deductions, and conclusions, but their, their awareness of what really matters in life. How many people do you know who have moved out of the city, moved into you know areas with more space, with smaller communities and more kind of like close-knit uh, communities in that neighborhood, uh, smaller towns, the suburbs, suburbia, right? Um, rural areas, I can never say that because I'm from New York, I think. Rural, rural, R-U-R-A-L rural areas like farmland um, that these people have moved out of the city and into these areas of, of less dense populations uh, they found communities there they found peace they found quiet they found serenity they found simplicity they found less hustle and bustle and just like the the level of of peace that I think people have started to find and that they've slowed down, they've started to look at life a little bit differently. Like, hey, what really matters here? My health, my family, you know, taking care of 
of those around me and myself, uh, what, what are the things that truly matter in my life? And how distracted have I been this whole time running around the city 20, you know, 20 hours a day, waking up at five o'clock in the morning, going to bed at 11 o'clock and just like waking up and it's in this endless cycle. They never, they never really paused. And, and this whole situation has caused people to take a pause, to stop and think, hey, how am I living my life? Am I, am I doing this the way that I want to be doing it? Uh, is there a different way? Is there a better way? Is there more out there? Am I, am I just being distracted by the constant go, go, go? I, I think I've seen a significant shift in awareness in general of people, and not awareness in a particular thing, but their own self-awareness of what matters to them. How do they want to live? What do they believe life uh, is all about? Um, what do they consider a healthy way of, of working, of living, of growing, right? How do, what is, what is their version of a good life? Not the version that we're told is the version, not, not, not what, you know, reality TV tells us is the right way to live, not what celebrities and social media, uh, social media, as in those people on social media pushing these things, that's not necessarily life for everyone. That's still some people's cup of tea, and that's okay. But I, I believe that people's awareness has has become solidified. People's awareness has grown so significantly about how they really want to live this life. The third thing that I've seen, just in general, um, and this relates very very much to the second, is people's people's uh, desire and people's action of actually taking care of themselves. Th- this, this has caused people to look inwards or, or analyze their lives, particularly their health, and consider, huh, have I been living a healthy lifestyle mentally, emotionally, physically? Does my body have what it needs to fight off a virus or a sickness? Is, am I treating my body with enough respect? Am I telling myself the things that I need to in order to be, be mentally strong and handle these situations of high stress and high uncertainty? Am I feeling connected to what I'm doing, those people around me, myself, my spirituality? Right, All of these things that maybe we weren't so aware of before, not all of us anyway, I've seen a, a significant increase in people's willingness and desire to take care of themselves, their minds, their bodies, their spirits, their relationships, uh, their work. I've seen uh, a significant shift there. And I, and I think that uh, that's extremely important. I think that's a, it's a beautiful thing because the, the, one of the best, I believe one of the best ways to fight off any kind of sickness, illness, ailment, disease is your ability to take care of yourself holistically, uh, not just physically, not just hitting the gym, right? Not just um, not just getting your cardio in, but eating right, thinking right, feeling right, having the right beliefs, 
uh, all of these things, what you tell yourself, how you speak to yourself, impact your health, impact your ability to, uh, to fight off any kind of illness, sickness, ailment. Um, and ailments come in, in many different, in many different forms, right? And not just in, uh, in body, not just in virus and bacterial, uh, infections, not just in, in cancers or other, uh, conditions and ailments, but in, in mental, uh, in, in the mental area as well, right? You have, you have your psychological ailments, uh, your psychological challenges, um, and not, 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 not every, you know, not, not only the most serious of things, but this, the simpler ones too, on a day-to-day basis, your, uh, your mental fortitude is challenged. Your ability to push through challenges, um, comes into play. And I think everybody has not willingly or not had to face the fact that they've got to get more mentally strong. They've got to stay strong in these situations where, uh, things are uncertain, things are, you know, shit's hitting the fan. We don't know what's coming today, tomorrow, uh, the next day. We, we don't know. You never know. And so not only have people gotten more focused on their, on their body and their physical health, but also their mental health, their mental strength, their mental fortitude. And I'm just going to hone in on this one particular piece because because this is what I saw today that I mentioned a couple of minutes ago. And uh, it got me excited because I've been talking about this for a long time already. Uh, not here on this podcast, just in general in life, in my conversations with people. Um, you know, and it's not just me. A lot of people in the health field, I think, have been talking about this, at least the ones that I like to... Uh, to follow and listen to and talk to. Man, I saw a commercial today for uh, coronary artery and heart disease. Not not a not a pharmaceutical commercial, not a not a commercial pushing some kind of drug, but a commercial raising awareness for the fact that CAD and heart disease are the or is the number one killer in the United States today, the number one cause of death across all causes of death, right? All cause mortality, coronary artery and heart disease, number one. And how often do you see a commercial or a poster or something telling you, hey, you've got to focus on your health. You've got to eat better. You've got to take care of yourself. You've got to, you've got to Make sure that your body is strong, you're exercising and eating well, because this is the number one cause of death. And hey, by the way, if you haven't been paying attention, it's also a major risk factor for COVID, right? If you have any kind of pre-existing conditions, including metabolic disease, um, obesity slash overweightness, or overfatness, I should say, and uh, or diabetes, not just to name a few, not to name all of them, right? If you have these pre-existing conditions, you are much more likely to be hit severely with this virus. And so I think it's incredible that I saw this commercial, not for a pharmaceutical drug, right? Not for some kind of pharmacological intervention for CAD and heart disease, but a a commercial raising awareness on the importance of, uh, of cardiovascular health, and I think that's a huge, 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 huge step 
in the right direction uh, from a health perspective of what we should be talking about. Because if you're eating right, if you're exercising, if you're sleeping right, if you're taking care of your body, if you're taking care of your your uh, mind and your spirit, if we're if we're moving and shifting away from uh, we call it away from reactive medicine and more toward preventative uh, treatments. Preventative meaning you're going to do things that help prevent the problems that we're facing in the first place. Um, then we're moving in the right direction because we wouldn't have all of these need, all of this need for for drugs and and pharmacological interventions if we had this uh, a greater buy-in of people, companies in general to uh, to push health. If you're if you're healthy, if you're strong in mind, in body, in spirit then you're, you're going to live a longer, healthier life. You're not going to be exposed to these, um, to these terrible things that happen. You know, when people get into like their 40s, their 50s, their 60s, they start to really get hit and life catches up with them. And, and all, of the, the, all of the unhealthy habits that they've had since they were younger really start to impact them. And, and this, uh, this thought, this concept of preventative medicine or preventative treatment uh, is, I believe, a seriously amazing and an incredibly important step in the right direction for us as a healthy population, uh, especially in America. My buddy, I, let me pull this up for you real quick. Give me, give me a sec here to pull up this statistic. All right, here you go. Straight off the CDC website, the percent of adults aged 20 and over with obesity, 42 42.5% of people over 20 years old. That is a young person. 42.5% of people over 20 years old are obese. Okay. And let's see. 73.6% of adults over 20 years old are considered overweight, including the obese population. So 73.6% of people are considered overweight in America. Is that not atrocious and disturbing? 76.3%. Less than 25% of the population in the United States of America is a healthy weight over the age of 20 years old. Now, if you told me that 76.3% of people over the age of 50 were overweight, I'd be like, all right, fine, they're probably not that active, maybe they have other conditions that make it harder for them to exercise, your metabolism slows down as you get older. It doesn't have to, though, by the way, just letting you know, just because it, just because it usually does doesn't mean it has to, there are ways to make this happen, guys, but... But you're telling me 76.3% of people over the age of 2-0, 20 years old, are overweight. What the fuck is that? How is that even possible? Like, when you're 20 years old, you should be, you should be like a spring chicken. You should be like fit 
by default, you you don't even have to do that much. You go to the gym like twice a week, you take a couple walks, you eat relatively well. You could probably even get away with with like eating a burger every night and not having that problem. Well, for I'm oversimplifying it. Don't take it the wrong way. But that is a crazy, staggering problem. And to bring it back to the point in general, preventative medicine means helping us realize that is a problem and we should be focused on fixing it as a whole, as a population, in school, uh, in our everyday lives, as corporations and companies, we should be teaching people and providing them with the resources they need to live a healthy, uh, wholesome life, a balanced, healthy life. That, that, that shit makes me crazy to think of, of how many people are overweight and obese over the age of 20 years old. So anyway, uh, it's an amazing thing that I saw this commercial because I have not. This is, that doesn't mean that they had, they don't exist. Okay. But this is the first commercial that I personally have ever come across simply to raise awareness for coronary artery and heart disease. So that's a great thing. And I, I think the reason why that's being pushed now is because it is such a huge risk factor for uh, developing all-cause mortality, all-cause meaning dying from anything in life. All-cause mortality goes up if you are overweight and obese. All-cause mortality goes up if you have coronary artery uh, or heart disease. All-cause mortality goes up if you have any kind of metabolic disease um, and including diabetes. Uh, so, so I believe that it's being pushed harder now, especially because it is such a big risk factor for anybody with COVID. Uh, if you have COVID and you have one of these pre-existing conditions, you can be in really bad shape, right? The statistics are very clear. Um, I'm not going to go pull any up right now, but you can find them on the CDC website itself. The statistics suggesting that people with pre-existing conditions are much more likely to uh, have a an extremely severe case or die from COVID-19 uh, significantly, significantly higher in those with pre-existing conditions. So I believe that's why this commercial is being pushed because they recognize the importance of living a healthy life and they recognize that that is such a huge um, factor in fighting against this virus in general. So I think that's an extremely huge positive. Uh, and that was just to name a few. I'm sure we can all collectively come up with more. I'm going to ask that question on this episode, actually, of what is the uh, what, it, what do you feel are some of the most positive things that have come out of this, whether personally that you felt in your life or abroad uh, around you uh, in general? What are the positives that have come out of this pandemic situation? All right. Awesome. There you have it, everyone. Thank you so much for listening in. Listen, if you found any value in this episode, please share it on social or send it to a person in your life who could use a little extra support right now. 
Um, I appreciate always when you share this, when you uh, let people know about it, when you tell your friends, when you post it on social, because that helps this message get out there. And if you truly feel that this is a valuable message that should be sent out and delivered to more people, you can help make that happen. Uh, any kind of interaction that you have with this podcast is going to help it reach more people. So I appreciate you so much if you choose to share this, if you decide that you want to add, an ex add some extra value uh, to people's lives around you and uh, get a message out there that you truly believe in. So don't, don't, uh, don't forget, don't subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you listen. Go ahead and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. And answer that question that I'm going to leave on Spotify for this episode. You can answer it. You can interact with me there. I'm going to go ahead, and if I start to get some more answers, I'll read out a couple of them on my next episode. We can start to have real dialogue, or at least more dialogue, uh, between me and you. Uh, and, and that would be extremely fun and extremely rewarding for me. So if you want to hear me cover anything in particular, maybe you want to come on to the show and share your thoughts, you can go ahead and send an email to that email address linked in the show notes below, or you can simply respond to that question and let me know what you're thinking about. So that's going to wrap it up for us today, everyone. But like I always say, uh, keep being a light for those around you. Keep learning, keep growing, and keep sharing your gifts with the world. Okay, we need your impact now more than ever. It's so important to have your positivity, to have your impact on this world today. And remember, my friends, stay optimistic.